0: What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast and news update. And as always, I'm your boy Cody Davis, along with my partner in Crime.
1: John, some Sports Guy Hickman, happy to be back on another day, another beautiful day to discuss Texan football and everything that surrounds it. Guys, I want to let you know that this show is brought to you by Bill Bar. Bill Bar is the best protein bar in the business, Bar None. Also want to give you an update on wide receiver, Will Fuller. Now, we've discussed a lot, kind of too much, so I would think so, just because of, you know, the slow news grind that we're going through right now. But we've talked about the possibilities this offense can reach and all of its potential. And when we discuss these things, it's always, you know, certain players have to stay healthy. Duke Johnson, David Johnson, Kenny Steeles, But... Will Fuller, without a shadow of a doubt, is always the name that has been said. And right now, he is, you know, recovering from his double groin surgery that he had in January to repair two tears in his core muscle. Fuller has resumed running and is making big progress in his recovery. The former first-round pick from Notre Dame is entering the final year of his rookie contract and is due $10.162 million in his fifth-year option. Fuller has been participating in the club's virtual offseason program in addition to his workouts he does on his own here in Houston. And his position coach, you know, he just had a chance to say all of the conversations that he's had with Will Fuller has been encouraging. Texas offensive coordinator Tim Kelly said all of the conversations that he's had with Will Fuller has been very uh, encouraging. And his position coach, John Perry, said that he's been good in, in the meeting rooms and he's been great with his position coach as well. When Fuller is healthy, of course, we know he's one of the most dangerous deep threats in the NFL, and we also know that that 4 2 helps him cause that separation. Well, Fuller is the guy that, without a shadow of a doubt, I don't think this team offensively will be as explosive as we would help, as we would like it to be, if he's not on that field. His health is the number one key for him to succeed. I think when he's on the field, if he can play between 13 and 15 games, and he's a 1,000-yard receiver, and he's a game-changer. Having him readily available Sunday, Mondays, or Thursdays, and even if we sprinkle in a little Saturday game here and there, for Deshaun Watson, the guy that, Cody, you made this point yesterday. He is, outside of King Steels and Kiki QT, he is the guy that has the most chemistry left in this wide receiver depth uh, group right now with Deshaun Watson. His ability to stay on the field would be his best attribute this year. And more importantly, you know, more importantly, I, I would like to say that I disagreed with the Texans picked up their, his fifth-year option for $10.1 million. I thought that, hey, you know what, that money could have went somewhere else going into this year. But they decided to choose him over those injuries. In every contract year, we know without a shadow of a doubt what Whitney Merciless did last year. Balled out up until, of course, you know, JJ Watt went down. But he had a very good year and he posted career numbers that he would normally post that, you know, if JJ Watt was on the field or not. He just got off to a high start and he fills it out towards the end. But if Will Fuller can stay healthy on this field, which he's doing, he's doing better in his workouts, he's still training. And this offseason virtual programming that the Texans and all teams in the NFL are doing right now. I like it because you're still getting a chance to improve yourself with knowledge, and you're not putting any, you know, physical burnout on your body. Very optimistic <clears throat> what what he can do with this offense next year. Going into this year with no DeAndre Hopkins, his expectations will be through the roof, far none, and I think he can make a difference. But if he doesn't play, then get rid of it. I don't want to see him play just eight games. I want to see 10, 11 games, 12 games. We need to see that. Also, the fate of this team, you know, kind of rests on the ability of he's going to be on the field or not, because he's the one guy that we know for sure when he's on the field with Deshaun Watson, healthy, he can make things happen. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. Built Bars are tasty, not none of that bland, no flavor bars. No, none of that. It's a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Who doesn't like candy bar? Snickers, Mr. Good Bar, the whole nine, but it's just a little bit more better for you. 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut-free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate, soft and easy to chew. Good Bar is great for the health-conscious guy like me. Lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Bars are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high protein, high fiber, which is what you really need if you're really trying to get it a little bit healthier. Flavor profile here, peanut butter brownie, 20 grams protein, 170 calories, 3 grams sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked on and you'll get $10 off your first order. Again, that is promo code locked on for $10 off at builtbar.com.
0: Jadavion Clowney is still a free agent. And ladies and gentlemen, even though he was one of my favorite players when he was playing for the Texans, I am kind of happy that Bill O'Brien decided to part ways with Jadavion Clowney. And I say that only due to the fact that when you look at the amount of money that he is demanding on his next contract, that is still a part of the reason why he is still a free agent, and B, You take a look at this team financially. As I mentioned before, Bill O'Brien knew that Deshaun Watson's big payday is coming. And he knew that if he got a left tackle, i.e. Laramie Tunsil, he was going to have to pay him in order to keep him. Which, to me, is part of the main reasons why he had to part ways with DeAndre Hopkins. With that being said, that is also another reason why we saw Clowney part ways with the team a week before the regular season began in 2019. But now, here we are. May 27, 2020. Jadavion Clowney is still a free agent. And right now, all signs pointing towards him of taking another one-year deal to join the Cleveland Browns. You know, I, and, and but in some ways, I do feel kind of bad for Jadevion because this is a guy he, with all due respect, he's like a t- second tier pass rusher that that any team would like to have on, on their team. But the amount of money that he's asked, but the amount of money that he's asking, especially that uh, he wants to be paid in the likes of Demarcus Lawrence in Dallas. I don't think he's worth that much. And I don't, don't want to make it sound like, you know, he's not a top-tier talent. But at the same time, when you take a look at the stat, if you take a look at the sacks that he has produced over the last couple of seasons, and you compare it to a Demarcus Lawrence, there is a pretty big gap in between those two guys. And once again, Jadavion Clowney was one of my favorite players when he was daunting this red, white, and blue playing for the Houston Texans. But, and let me be honest, I was kind of upset when the Texans parted ways with him. But here we are one year later, and I realize why Bill O'Brien did it. And for Jadavion Clowney, I would hate to see him take another one-year, another one-year prove-it deal. Because he didn't get a chance to prove it in Houston. It's looking like he's not going to be able to prove it in Seattle. Hopefully Cleveland will be the next stop for him.
1: Well, it is a... the. The way I'm going to look at things, and I've said this multiple times, which is why, you know, after everything cooled off from the DeAndre Hopkins trade, I said, well, let's see how this goes. Because Bill O'Brien made the trade to send Jadavion Clowney to Seattle, right? And the only thing that we can really be mad about is when we look at it, we only got a third rounder. That's the biggest issue that I have with that trade. And I think that's the biggest issue everybody had with that trade. Up until that point, Jadevian Clowney, well, up until this point now, Jadeavion Clowney never had a double-digit sack season. And that's what he wants to get paid like. You know, so much so that during this free agent time, you know, if he was really sought after and was one of those players that were hot, his name would have been signed a long time ago. And I think the COVID-19 has played a part in him not being able to sign because he's not really able to meet with teams physically face-to-face and these virtual interviews you know I I get a sense that if they want you they want you you can't change their mind about it and it doesn't seem like anybody wants to change their mind about you Davion Colony for the price he's asking for I actually think he returns to Seattle uh, at some point for a cheaper price than he's looking for. I think Russell Wilson will lobby for him to come in, but what Bill O'Brien was able to do for this team was, A, hey, I didn't sign you for a reason, because I knew our main priority for the future is protecting Deshaun Watson. And if he would have given Jadavion Clowney all of that money, that massive deal Larry Tunsil just signed last month would have not gotten done. And if that wouldn't have gotten done, if none of that would happen, you can ask yourself, will Deshaun Watson be at Texas next year? Well, we've had that conversation when DeAndre Hopkins' trade was made. And, you know, he should have made a trade, and we, we've seen the Stephen A. Smiths of the world and other people throughout the entire media. But realistically, he still has a chance to really survive here in Houston, not only survive, but thrive. But if Larry Thompson was never brought in, Laramie Tunstall was never kept here in Houston for at least another three years. The real thought would be, Deshaun Watson is out of the door, no question. And the most important thing you can do is protect your your most valuable asset. Not only that, the money was saved. We traded for a guy that, again, I think could have still been a part of that package. That third rounder could have at least been a, a second round pick. But the money that was saved is crucial because Lambie Tunstall's deal gets done. You do not sign Laramie. I mean, Jadavion Clowney to a long-term deal, which is what he wanted. So that means you won't have that money on your books going to a year that Deshaun Watson has to get signed. And it just seems like Bill O'Brien has known about some of the guys that he wanted to move around from, right? He had issues with Javon cloney had issues with DeWayne Brown. I'm not gonna say he had issues with Andre Johnson. I think he just knew that he had DeAndre Hopkins, and Andre Johnson was past his time here in Houston. But the guys that we've seen and DeAndre Hopkins, is also was traded The guys that he has seen that he did not want to keep around. Yes, there has been issue with how he talks to them and how he handles grown men and the whole nine, but it seems like his thought is the better for the team overall. And I think when we look at Jadevian Clowney, the better for the team overall would have, you know, for for Houston in hindsight would have been looking at Jadevian Clowney and saying, wait, wait a minute now, your proving year was last year when you were traded to Seattle. That was a year you get your double-digit sacks and then you go get your money. You didn't do that. Jadavion Coney did not finish the season with over five sacks. Money was saved. He's out of town. And when we look at things, the interest for one player and the team doesn't always mix up. And I think Bill O'Brien did a good job in evaluating that and saying, you know what, I think we can go in another direction. Get a pick. Again, the pick should have definitely been higher than the third round. I like the Jacob Martin coming in. I think he would be a very good situational player for Houston moving forward. And I think he would actually have a better year this upcoming year than he did prior. Signs of Davion Clowney would have been a mistake because what he would have wanted money-wise, we would have not gotten back production-wise.
0: Well, I'm going to have to disagree just a tad bit when you say it you believe that the COVID-19 situation is part of the reason why he is still a free agent. And I'm only disagree due to the fact that it all comes down to the amount of money that he wants from a team. And, he mentioned that he wants to get paid like DeMarcus Lawrence in Dallas. DeMarcus Lawrence last season signed a five-year deal worth $105 million, worth $65 million guaranteed. And this is coming off a two-year stint where this guy averaged almost 13 sacks per game, a combined 13 sacks per game between the 2017-2018 season. In comparison to Jadavion Clowney, this is a guy who has averaged a combined nine sacks in the same time frame. So everyone knows how talented Jadavion really is. Everyone knows it. He's going to make your defense better. But for him to demand the amount of money that DeMarcus Lawrence, I'm I'm going to just go off of the 2017-2018 season because I don't know what the hell was going on with him in 2019 because his production went way down after he signed that contract. But at the end of the day, his worth – him asking for that much money is not worth it to nearly any team in this league, only due to the fact that you cannot sign a guy over a hundred million where you' given him sixty plus million guarantee when you can only expect somewhere between eight to nine sacks per season. No, 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 no. You have to give you. You have to be able to produce more. And John, we've seen it with a lot of guys. And hell, I'm talking about one right now, Demarcus Lawrence. A lot of guys once once they sign that contract, their production starts to decline. And I'm not saying that Jadavion Clowney is in that category, but you just never know. And like I said, and like you just finished saying, at the end of the day, Bill O'Brien knew that the Texans needed to save money some way, somehow, to be able to re-sign Deshaun Watson with his, big payday, with his big payday coming up, plus making sure that you improve that offensive line because what's it worth to sign Watson to a big contract when he's just going to continue hitting the ground time after time after time again? The next thing you know, we're going to be stuck in a situation like Andrew Luck in Indianapolis.
1: The question comes down to this. Would you rather have Janavion Clowney or would you rather have Laramie Tunsil and Laramie Tunsil locked in for three more years?
0: I believe what is I would like to take Laramie Tunsil for 300 dollars sir.
1: No, don't do three hundred. Sixty six million. That's sixty six what 66 that million, is. sir. <laughs> sixty six million is that that that's that's what we what it's, that's what it comes down to. You know, protection. Well let's let's put it in this perspective. right? You mentioned Andrew Luck. We know why he retired. Got him offensive line late, and it was a guard. Quentin Nelson, who I think is the best young guard in this league, got him late, right? We look at Brady over the course of his entire career. Protection, right? You have to be protected. You have to protect your quarterback. We look at Joe Flacco, that that very great run he had. We can look at last year with Lamar Jackson and Ronnie Stanley and his left tackle. We can look at Peyton Manning. We can look at some of the greatest seasons we've seen in the NFL for quarterbacks. Or some of the greatest quarterbacks we've seen in the NFL. And we get wrapped up a lot of times in guys making something out of nothing. That's fine and dandy. But that's when your earlier years kick off, right? Once it's time to actually go out there and win something worth it, something wild that hardware the wow factor doesn't really matter anymore if the win factor is not there and with deshaun watson he took nearly 70 sacks last season the year before rather than got larry Tunson. that's inexcusable you know Derek Carr had an mvp type of year behind a very great offensive line and then when that offensive line either got old or retired, now we're talking about, will Derek Carr be in Oakland, any, well, I'm sorry, in Las Vegas anytime soon? Will he, will, he, will he be gone anytime soon? Your offensive line is, in my opinion, and this is coming from a big boy, is your second most important aspect area on your football team. Because you cannot win a Super Bowl in this league without a, a quarterback. Your quarterback is your guy, right? And then if you can't protect him, then you're going to have a Matthew Stafford who can't stay healthy. You're going to have, pick a quarterback that can't stay healthy. Look at the offensive lineman. So getting Laramie Tunsil wrapped in is way more important than getting Jadavion Clowney wrapped in, especially when we look at the fact that both of those guys came into new situations, traded at the last minute no offseason with their team, only one of them really thrived in their expectations. Cody, at any point, do you think that J.J. Watt would transfer over to acting?
0: I'm pretty sure. I mean, the man already hosted Saturday Night Live.
1: Yeah, then he also has like this tag team thing going on as well. You know, but when I think about J.J. Watt, I think about John Cena. I really do like they remind me a lot of each other. They're just likable guys and they can carry themselves as big as they want to be. And I I think JJ Watt is a perfect guy because he's so lovable, right? He's from Wisconsin. You know, and not much happens in Wisconsin outside of the Green Bay and Wisconsin basketball, but it's like what goes on in Wisconsin? I think, do they still milk their cows by hand before breakfast in the morning? <laughs> do they do that? I mean, what do they do? Do they still Do they still have VHSs in Wisconsin?
0: <laughs> the disrespect. J.J. why going to find us and, and come after you about going after Wisconsin. I, I, I hope,
1: please, if he comes after me, I hope it's well after he's retired and maybe he's lost two steps. I don't know. He still he's still going to be by J. J. <laughs> I don't want to feel that. He's still going to be I, I don't want to feel it. I don't care. Just I would take two or three steps less than where he's at right now. He's already lost a couple of steps, but I need him to lose a little bit more steps before he tries to sack me. Because, you know, uh, I'm not trying to feel it.
0: ESPN gave the Houston Texans a 30% chance to make next year's playoff. I cannot wait for the start of the year because I know the Texans are going to prove a lot of people wrong because, man, the disrespect is getting ridiculous.
1: Well, I will see. What they gave them, 38% chance? 38%.
0: 38
1: I give the Texans a 50-50 shot right now. I think That's more realistic 30, than 38. The, yeah, they won the division last year, and I think, you know, I always give division winners outside of, like, when LeBron left like Cleveland or... Things like that. I always give division winners a shot to prove themselves. When you have a player like Deshaun Watson as your quarterback, I want to see what you can do. But it's thirty-eight too low. I think it is. But I mean, if they would have said forty-five, I would have been right there along with them. Like, hey, it's it's realistic. But the Titans in your division, teams are getting better. We'll see how that goes.
0: But it's the AFC as a whole, outside of the Chiefs and the Ravens. Who else are the Texans behind? You, you can't say the Patriots no more. The, the Chargers, they, they're about to start rebuilding. You know in our division, we're basically still the best team even by losing DeAndre Hopkins. Like, what other AFC team we have to, we have to worry about? The Steelers? A team that's coming back with a 99-year-old body version of Ben Roethlisberger? Come yeah, on, man. I don't know. The, I don't you know. see what I'm that's
1: saying? What say. That's why I say I would give him a 50-50 shot. So you got to mention the Titans, and I think other teams in the division, in the conference, rather, got better. Uh, but I, I, I would go with a 50-50 shot just because I think it's only fair when you have Deshaun Watson, you always will have a 50-50 chance.
0: Yes, I understand that. But when you're talking about the Texans making the playoffs and you look at other teams in this AFC, what other team are you going to take over the Texans, not name the Chiefs or the Ravens? Let me see. I don't know. You can't say the Broncos, the Jets. You you gonna take the Jets, the Dolphins? Well,
1: I'll, the, the, I'll the say the Bills. The I Bills. Say the Bills. Yeah, I think the Bills' defense is is a, a stout, and I think well, the makeup of their team. You know what? Uh, I will possibly give
0: you the Bills due to the fact that they added Stephon Diggs, and it was. And a I'm Sunday also team. looking at the
1: Raiders. I think the Raiders may have a chance to do something. And, uh, I yeah, I, I, I think the Raiders have a shot, but again, like, this is me just saying, I think it'll be 50-50, the Ra- but I can the see Raiders? a 45-55, no, 50-50 for the Texans, but I
0: can see the Raiders, the Raiders
1: squeezing in, I can see the Raiders, the Raiders? yeah,
0: I can. They first year in Las Vegas? <laughs> really? The Raiders? NFL franchise in Las Vegas, fresh off of a coronavirus lockdown. Okay, yeah, I want to see that team make the make the playoffs. I want to see that team just be a real NFL team to begin with. Cuz I know they're going to have a lot of distractions off the field. Locked On Texans podcast only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, remember, you can find Locked On Texans on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and Spotify, and all of your favorite podcast streaming services. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis, and please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. That's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24.
1: And you know, you guys can always follow me on Twitter at some sports guy with two y's at the end or Dr. Sports Guy, if you will. (laughs) And don't forget to follow and like our pages on Facebook. That is Locked on Texans for Twitter and Facebook. It's always fun, Houston. As always, be safe, be sane, stay sanitized, please. And until tomorrow, peace.